swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? The boys are back in town. This is Tramia. It's not instant post-match reaction. It's 24 hours after the event. It is This is Tramia. The podcast is back. Myself, Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at This is Tramia on Twitter, at This is Tramia on Insta, at Matt Hibbert 17 on Insta. Get on that. I am joined by Mr. Big Time himself, Pissed Up Paul Harper, is back at Paul Harper 82. How are we? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. All, all the better for uh, three points on the first day for the first time in, what, five years? Bromley, so, yeah, yeah. Bromley. A so, wonderful, uh, hot <coughs> August afternoon down in Bromley in the National League. should say, though, everyone, um, just as an example of how big time, pissed up, big time Paul Harper is these <laughs> days. He didn't even go to the game because he was too busy with his, his other rich mates, Richard Branson, Jeff Bezos. He was you planning your um, trip into space, weren't you, yesterday? It was like a bit of a... Much, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like a bit of an event for all you, you know, yeah. billionaires. Like a billionaire get-together, wasn't it? Just going, what, what are you going to take into space? Yeah. And you, so what are you going to take? Because you're going to take five items, I think, isn't it? So what, yeah. what, what do you think? I, I couldn't narrow it down, so... Just the first five things that come to hand. So they all cost over a mil anyway, so... Yeah. So that's a market change, isn't it? It's the pH. Yeah. <laughs> but what, um... Can you get Wi-Fi, do you think? In space, you must be I able don't to. Know. Yeah, how, probably. How, how come, like, I can't get decent Wi-Fi in my office, in my house? <laughs> yeah, they can get probably you know 500 megabytes per second mm-hmm. or a gigabyte per second up in space. So you could watch. Yeah. I, I imagine in space. Does it matter? So you, I follows back to its original thing now, isn't it? So you can't watch. Yeah. Um, if you, if you, if you're in commerce in the UK. Yeah, but um, oh, there's ways. Yeah. Well, there's ways around these things, isn't there? We <laughs> some not that we'd know yeah. about it. Yeah, no, Jeff probably knows a thing or two about it. And Branson and Gates and all we the should, lads. We we uh, we should start off by kind of apologising that we uh, we put a little tease out on Twitter saying we were going to do a season preview. We didn't. Yeah. Um, life <laughs> events kind of got in the way. <laughs> yeah, Jake's um, um, under the weather, isn't he? Yeah, at the minute. Um, you've been busy sort of uh, viewing houses, yeah. um, family yeah, stuff here has um, kind of kept me busy, so, and I'm still, still in work over the yeah. uh, the summer holidays, which working what? in school is a bit, um, yeah. all the teachers, them, all the teachers piss off and, and leave those office stuff, yeah, and the, uh, 
Just finished off that beautiful six weeks, aren't you? I know, but uh, not not to be. But uh, yeah, yeah. So apologies for that. Um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of try and combine a few sort of like preseason predictions and stuff into this. But if I mainly be talking about the match. Yeah, didn't we do this two years ago? I remember we we weren't able to get together, and then we ended up doing the Rochdale game and the preseason. Yeah, um, in the same one, and we all know how that season ended for everyone. Mm. Good times. Yeah. Um, another, I should just apologise that like my voice sounds a little bit raspy. I'm not poorly. I'm not ill. I'm not like Jake Keogh. Um, gobshite. Um, <laughs> it's a case of uh, you know, I was back at the game yesterday for the first time in eighteen months, and obviously it was good to hail abuse at referees, <laughs> linesmen. You know, just Labbady. Oh, what a piece of work he is. We'll get to that. <laughs> and, um, and then obviously I was, in, I was in work last night. Absolutely. It's crazy. The night club's amazing. Um, and we're recording this at 10 a.m. Sunday morning. So, for instance, yeah. but I got home. At, I gave someone a lift, one of the staff, back at uh, half past five to West Kirby. And I obviously live Birkenhead, Oxton Prenton Way, which is the other side of the Whittle. So um, I ended up getting in about half past five, got into bed for like quarter to six, six-ish. Couldn't get to sleep even though I was knackered. One of the horrible ones. It was like after the playoff final. It's like the the adrenaline in it. Oh, dear. it's so annoying. And so, like, I last looked at the clock and it's quarter past eight, and I was like, I've got to be doing this podcast in under two hours. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm raring to go. So, I'm going to let me have a sip of my tea professionally. It sounds like it. Mm. So, we should probably, first of all, let's get into the game yesterday. Obviously, Paul, you weren't able to to watch it or be there, but. I imagine you were keeping up with the scores. Yeah, yeah, followed quite closely. Um, yeah, and I'm, I've, I've, seen I've the watched highlights. the highlights and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. So, what what your general takeaway? There's not much on there. Uh, the the YouTube highlights or the Sky Sports highlights about two and a half minutes, isn't it? So, um, there weren't any Paul clear cut clear cut chances. I think. Yeah. I'm trying to think if you missed anything in the highlights, but not off the top of my head. What were your general thoughts before I go a bit more in depth? Yeah, no, um, sounded from obviously following on Twitter and, you know, obviously I follow a load of Tramway fans and they were sharing their thoughts and and obviously the official account giving the uh, the updates of what's going on. Yeah, it just sounded like a, you know, a solid performance, nothing spectacular, but got the job done. That's all you need, isn't it, really? Um, it's the three points that, that, that matter. Getting off to a good start is important. And obviously, Mickey being back created a you know a positive atmosphere, which uh, maybe wasn't there under uh, under Keyfield. <laughs> Let's say that. Um, so yeah, well, yeah, really, really positive to to get um, victory for the first time, as we said in in five years on the opening day. And um, yeah, happy days. Really good goal. Really good goal. Oh like, yeah, the uh, the build up play to that. Yeah, it was. It sounds a bit harsh on the game because it wasn't a bad game and they, they didn't look a, a bad side. It's mad watching, you know, it's a League Two game, you're playing Walsall and they're, every time they get a goal kick, putting two of their cent- two centre halves, Manny Monfey and Ash Taylor, inside the penalty box trying to play it out from the back. So, it, yeah, it was indicative of the way football is in a way that now, you know, the game's changed. You know, very few teams are, you know, lumpet teams and you know, yard dog sides, people want to play football and it was a decent game of football pitch was great. You know, the weather, the rain actually held off for the game. It it chucked it down while we were walking down like two o'clock 
Obviously. And then the sun came out. Um, yeah, so it was great first day conditions. We started really well first, like five or ten. We really got at them, but we didn't create any you know, real. That was the thing in the game. There was no real. They didn't have one single clear, you know, like one on one or clear chance. But there were several times in the second half they got in behind the fullbacks, got to the byline, and their final ball wasn't good enough. You can say the final ball wasn't good enough, or we made some great blocks. Clark and Tom Davis were fantastic at the back with their mm-hmm. last-ditch blocks and you know, putting the body on the line and just reading the game. And I think that Davis is, you know, he's not a pacey centre-half, but he's, he's similar to Clark in that he reads the game. Going forward-wise... We touched on it off air, and it, you know it, it goes without saying. Anyone who's watched us in preseason or watched us yesterday, or even you don't need to have watched us, knows that the one area Looking and one issue with that, yeah, mm. is striker forward line. We're missing that one quality, you know, number nine. Born like your James Norwood, Randy Cook, your James Vaughan, that striker who's going to get us the twenty goals. And I'm, all signs point to the people. You know, my, my moles, my ITK people, the ones who give me you know, information, say that the McNulty deal is done. It's a, the deal between us, Coventry, and McNulty is all agreed. We are literally waiting on the AFL. But there was some good news yesterday saying that whatever the big issue with the AFL was is not completely ironed out, but in the process of being, you know, ironed out and smoothed over. And he, all signs point to he will be with us for next week, Port Vale. Don't think it'll be done in time for Oldham, but he should be done in time for, for Port, uh, Port Vale next Saturday. And the Duffy, the Duffy situation is weird. He's been with us all pre-season, took all our set pieces, looks a real, like I've always liked him. And he's one yeah. of them. He's 35, isn't he? Mm. But, he, you, you know, the way he, he's like Peter Clark, where he keeps himself fit, he's, as good as he was when he was 25. He was never a pacey, pacey winger. He's just a tricky player. And he's got that football brain. And by all accounts, he's still there. He was watching the stand yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. Like, what? Why haven't we... There's got to be something more to why he hasn't... By all, Someone I know said he, he has signed. Or, was, you know, certainly, you know, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. one of them. It baffles me. You know, yeah. If he's, he's took all our set pieces all pre-season, <laughs> yeah. and then Feeney, you know, I should I should point out about Feeney as well. I think like a lot of people, we were quite critical of him, certainly in the back end of last season when, mm. along with pretty much everyone, you know, the standards slipped and, you know, I still have nightmares about his corners and crosses. <laughs> but he was a real standout player yesterday in terms of the quality. In terms of going forward, he was the link he almost had a bit of a free roll at times, roaming around. And the, the goal yeah. comes from some great link-up play between him, Mary, and Kieran Morris and Jay Spearin on the left. Yeah. And he does a really clever little back heel, puts yeah. Mary in. Really, and, yeah, really sort of intelligent play. And um, obviously we'll come on to the to red card later, but um, Mary just bombing overlapping down the, the left-hand side. He looks like he's got bundles of energy and good delivery into the box as well. Picked, that was you know, it. picked his man out yeah, rather than just sticking it into an area where you're hoping someone's going to be. Yeah. I think he actually picked out McManaman. And it didn't need to be a lofted cross because there was plenty of space to play it on the on the deck. And, you know, lovely little side foot finish. 
um, to get us, you know, get us underway. So it was the yeah, one really intelligent, really intelligent play down that left hand side, and as you say, like. Um, the little back heel just uh, wrong. It takes like two or three of their players out of the game because they're not they're not expecting it. Um, but yeah, looked like something they they'd worked on. I think I think Mickey sort of intimated it in the interview, or he was asked about it um, after the game. And it's something that you know they they are working on, sort of getting the full backs overlapping and you know crosses into the box because. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's an area where you you, you need to exploit now. It's, the modern fullback has got to you know be up and down that wing and and sticking crosses into the box. Mickey loves like Mickey loves an overload. That, yeah. Like it, it's one of those words that he used to hear from him constantly <laughs> yeah. in his his, his presses and in post matches. Yeah. Is we look to get the overloads, the overload, overload. The other big chance of the game, well, we probably had three chances. The one where McManaman went through. And that was, again, it was from um, Murphy gets the ball. It's a quick, really good throw out to Feeney. Feeney plays a little ball inside to McManaman, and suddenly we've got a 3v1. And this is where you saw the that we need a clever striker because McManaman's going through cop end on the right-hand side. You've got Glatzel and Manny, the other side. One of them, and I think Manny, because he's nearest, needs to make that run across the centre-off round the other side of McManaman, thus making the setter half go, where do I go? And that would have created the yeah. space for McManaman to play the pass to Glatzel. Um, instead, they both stood in the same place and the defender defended it really well. I'm not sure if it was Manny or Ash Taylor or it might have been one of the fullbacks, but he stood his ground and like basically... Could, could made have been it, Ash Taylor. <laughs> well, they had to make the choice and it was, look, because the, their movement wasn't great, he was able to put him in one position and stop the pass to both of them, and it made McManaman have to shoot, and he got saved. The other one was, again, it was some great link-up play. It was um, Feeney spreads it out wide. It was um, Murphy to Clark, Clark to Feeney. Feeney turned, put it out wide. We worked it out to Cogley. Feeney's at the back post. Cogley hangs one up a great, again, like you say, he wasn't just hanging it up. It was, he saw Feeney back stick, put it in. Feeney puts the volley in, and there fell out again. I don't know if it was Ash Taylor, um, makes an incredible block because it's going in. Mm. It's a volley, yeah. and it's going in. It was a, it was a good game of football. It was a good performance. Josh Labadee is just <laughs> he doesn't change, does he? You know exactly what what's going to happen with him. He is right. I, I, I think that the exact word is he's a gobshite, a shit house, <laughs> just a piece That's of work. Two words, mate. Uh, well, yeah, he deserves more than two. <laughs> just you watch him. And um, it annoyed me that he's ever played for us and I liked him because Mm. I know he was always, you know, a bit of a dick, wasn't he, when he played for us? But he's just got worse. And like Mm. some people call it, don't they, stuff like that. They go, no, it's it's clever. You know, it's like, no, it's not clever. Getting up in the rest face every time. Gamesmanship. Going down. He takes it to the Yeah, It's gamesmanship. And I don't mind. You know, if you can win a you know a free kit that you don't deserve, or you know, the odd the odd one, but it's literally every every time he's 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 on the ball or near the ball, something always happens. Literally every time, um, it does get on your nerves, doesn't it? But it's we, the thing is, he dishes it out, but he can't take it. Like, no, I mean, yeah. if you if yeah. you're gonna be like that, then be prepared for someone. Always, to clean yeah, your always. 
be prepared. It, I always I, plays the victims, doesn't he? Yeah. The thing is, like anyone who's ever played the game at any level, like you come up against these people, and I love playing against these people because they're easy to. All you got to do is go. Okay, you, you play them their own game. I think we did that yesterday because you got more and more frustrated, more and more frustrated, and that's where you see some pros. You know, your, your Clarks, even like Davis. What's Davis like? Twenty eight, twenty nine, maybe even thirty. You know, he's played. You know, th- th- these are players who know what to do. You know, you give him a little elbow. You know, you, you pinch him under the arm because that's what he's like. And you go if you want to do it, and this is the thing with him. He can dish it up, but he can't take yeah. it. And you got more and more frustrated, and then. Um, well, but then, so we should probably... make me laugh that he's their captain. Oh, he's, that's it, though. You leave by example, do you know what I mean? Look who our captain is. You know, we, we've got, like... You look at him and you look at, say, Jay Spearing or Clark, for instance. Jay Spearing's probably a good, better example. Like, he's tenacious and that, but he's not a dirty player. No. He's not a dirty player. He, yeah, there's you know, a difference between getting stuck in and having a go and... Yeah, there is, and being a little... The dirty little... The black, yeah. The dark arts, in it? Dark, dark arts. arts is what we're talking about, but... Yeah. Um, so speaking of that, the the red card. Now I've it, in real time. So I presume you were sat in the cop, were you? Yeah, up a, up top so, left, of the top. so quite, quite far away, far away, but a clear view and yeah. absolutely baffled. I, I thought it was. It's not even a foul. It's just a good tackle. Yeah, the fact that the linesman three yards away doesn't mm. even flag for a foul, let alone a red card. Yeah. Is bizarre. There seems to be, from what I've seen, and obviously the camera's on Borough Road side, so right by you it. get quite a good view. I mean, it does look like he just slides in, wins the ball. The lad obviously goes over because of you know the momentum. You know he's running at the player, and you know he's he's he goes down. But then the reaction, as you said, like Labadee and all, all his cronies screaming and shouting, and I think that does influence. A referee, and that's that's obviously why he does it, because you know he does get decisions. Um, maybe not nine times out of ten, but a good few times it will work. If you get one and, in ten, if you get one in a hundred, yeah, then yeah. It, it's it works. Yeah. It? it has to be rescinded, Paul. If that doesn't get rescinded, then yeah. here's one for you. It, it, I mean, to, to be fair, to be fair, I think he's going to miss one game, and if if that one game is Tuesday, I'm not really asked. So, you know, no, don't you get? Isn't it three games for what would that? What would that be? It's not violent conduct, is it? That's like no, kicking it's out just someone. A, Reckless play. Yeah, I don't think it's a free. I don't think it's a free match ban. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. If it, if it if it's going to be a free game ban, then obviously definitely appeal. But if it's just going to be a one, no, um, I think you've got to appeal. It sets a precedent like that. that that is not like you, you can be like. Well, the linesman didn't give it. Didn't give a foul. What the ref has seen there to think that's a red card is absolutely I'm, bizarre. Yeah, I, it just. I, well, Gonna go back not, and watch it back. It's not like some other ones. Like, do you remember like the Bucko one on his like yeah. full debut? Yeah. Excuse me. Was that against Bromley? I think. Yeah. When. I, I, that just, wasn't a red card. He, he, he went in with two feet sort of into that one. This one. He just wins the ball. It's not like he even wipes the fella out properly. Yeah. The ball doesn't go flying out of play. He keeps the ball in play. So it wasn't, it wasn't like a ferocious tackle. It was just a good, solid tackle. And he, you know, he sends him off, and there's still, I think, five minutes to go. And then, obviously, then there was seven minutes injury time. Mike Dean, of course, um, came on. As I said, he changed the game. 
<laughs> he did literally. He, he, it was like about sixty minutes ish, I think. Um, oh no, it might have been a little bit earlier. Right. I've just I've just watched it back and I've tried to slow it down. The tackle, and it's it's very difficult to say. You know, where referees and sort of. Uh, pundits and that say it's a two footy tackle. I mean, <laughs> where is your other foot going to go? I mean, you can't just take it off and go in with one foot. I don't think it is a two foot tackle. It's, it's, it's almost kind, like he's got his his, his knee. His, his legs are kind of they're not. It's he hasn't dived in two feet together. No, but he has kind of slid in. And but it's one of that pull. The, the other fellow plays like the hasn't, ball and he scissors yeah. the lad down. The Walsall guy hasn't got the ball under it, control. Yeah, it looks worse than it actually is. It's not a red card in a million years. It's not. And I think like, he does. I think he does clip him with his foot, but he in the process of playing, you know, playing the ball. It's one. Yeah, it's one the of ball. them where oh. you've seen him given. Um, Paul, the game's gone. If that's a red know. card, the game's gone. I know. I, I do agree, but it's, if you if you watch well, if you watch the Euros, you watch Premier League. You know, those kind of tackles are fairly outlawed now, aren't they? Unfortunately, um, I do agree. It's uh, you know to me, it, it looks like a fair tackle. Do you know but, who else was an outlaw? Jesse James, the <laughs> cowboy. And look what happened to him. Got hung drawn and quartered, didn't he? Yeah. Well, maybe that referee's going to get the same. Oh. But, uh, it has to be appealed and it has to be upheld. He, he can't, he can't be given red cards for that. He can't be. And I like to think do I'm you, a level. Do you head. remember? Um, God, where, where was it? Away at Crew was it? Oh, um, was it Goodison? Yeah, New Year's Day. Yeah, and we appealed it and got an extra game added onto the ban. Yeah, for, no, that um, happened. It was the Hereford game just before the playoffs because that's why he missed he missed the Scunthorpe game. Uh, it was, was it Bristol Rovers? Her- no, sorry, I've just said it, it was Hereford. The Hereford game, he got sent off for a two-foot tackle when we were 2-0 up with like a minute to go. And we appealed and they gave us a foot. Oh, no, wait there, sorry. Ah, no, right, I think. No, I think that was a fourth. I think it happened twice with Goody. Either way, it did happen, yeah. didn't it? But Goody did like a, yeah. a two-footer, didn't he? <laughs> Amongst other yeah. things. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's one of them. You don't want to make matters worse but it does look like a, you know, a, a little bit of an injustice but we'll see we'll see what happens obviously I'm sure it'll be reported on um, on Monday morning whether they've, uh, they're going to appeal or not it was a big three points though you, you could feel the release of pressure at the end it was almost like with the, the Mickey fist bump at the end was it was something special I, got, I don't know if anyone else got a little bit a little bit emotional at the end because you know it's been 18 months it's been mm. just the worst hasn't it you know obviously I've been out of work and now I'm back and it's great but you know I've, you know, so many people it doesn't matter what you've done if you've been working from home you know if you're part of the health service then you've just been swamped in the most horrendous circumstances no matter what you you do for a living you know you've, you've got kids you've been having to homeschool them and that was probably I know that like you know everything went back to normal like three weeks ago, well, being in the ground, everything about yesterday, you know, getting there, you know, I didn't get a chance to go in the tent, obviously, because I was in work and stuff, but, you know, just the queues outside the cop, you know, queuing up for like 20 minutes to get in the ground. But, you know, I was there at two o'clock, you know, I knew, 
And like, yeah. so it was just, you know, in that fist bump at the end, it was, I got a little bit emotional. I got like a goosebumps and I was like, yeah. I had to suppress a tear. Cause I was like, this is, you know, it's, it's mad to think. And it put me in such a good mood for like, as like all day yesterday. Cause it was like, and even if we hadn't have won, I think it would have been, but obviously mm-hmm. the win always helps. But it just felt like, you know, there we are. It's back to as normal as can be. You know, mm-hmm. probably normal would have been, I said, what normal would have been yesterday would have been a 2 0 defeat. Um, <laughs> Ash Taylor, Manny Monte with the goals, and Labadee with the assists. Yeah. That would have been the perfect storm, wouldn't it? But no, mm-hmm. we get the win. Probably, I probably just about deserved. They might feel that they deserved the point at least. But again, they didn't have a, a chance. They yeah. never tested Murphy. Um, I think we created the the the, yeah, the chances. Probably most of the game was probably played in the midfield. So, but stick a stick a Vaughan or a Nose or a Cookie in that team or a McNulty for argument's sake. Mm. Excuse me, a cup of tea coming back um, to haunt me in the, a bit. Then you know we look a good side. I'd argue that then again we get McNulty in th- through the door, get it over the line. Then you know I think that you will see more from Glatzel. I think he'll he'll work well with everyone. Speaking of, you know, we should probably before we go through all the the signings, the making their competitive debuts yesterday. Obviously, you had Glatzel, you had Manny, you had Davis, you had Cogley, you had Meddy. Am Mm -hmm. I missing anyone? McManaman as well, yeah. So you know, there was six, I think, six, and then subwise, you had Morris came on. Then you had Foley came on right near the end. And who else came on? I think we ended up making three, maybe four subs. Um, just to shore things up after the red card. But Watson, or Watson as well, I forgot about Watson. Um, he looks exactly the player I thought we were getting. A real good addition. Like you say, Medi. And he's playing at left back. And we signed him as a centre half. But it shows the quality he's got. Centre mid, isn't he? Oh, yes, yeah, centre centre half. Yeah. Um, He's, he's a victim of being left-footed. That You know, it's like, oh, yeah. you're left-footed, get in at left-back. Yeah. You, you know, I think... The two left-backs we've brought in are both yeah, injured. Yeah, of course. It's not like he's... I'm not saying he's wasted at left-back, but, you know, he's... Um, you can see the quality, and you just think... Mid three... Them centre-mids, the three of them, Spearing, Mary, Watson, that is a huge improvement on last year's midfield. A huge improvement. Cogley looks... You're a real live by it. He got a bit, they isolated him a few times, almost they targeted him. Mm-hmm. And they had a real decent winger out there, but I thought he did well. Mary was, you know, great one on one. Maguire, when he came on, um, made a couple of really good blocks and interceptions in the last, in that seven minutes injury time. I thought Davis and Clark were brilliant at the back. Some incredible, I think Davis made a, a last ditch like block from a volley from their fellas going in. Similar to the one that their defender made for Feeney. And then, yeah, the, just the forward line, you had like Feeney, Glatzel, McManaman, Manny, with your Watson supporting and the fullbacks. And again, you could see there was some... Feeney looked the quality we know he's got. He shouldn't... You know, he's better than League Two, isn't he? And then you've yeah. got... Some I think the, sorry, just to butt in a little bit the there. Ball. I think Feeney will benefit from. He's, uh, I think, as far as I'm aware, he's had a full pre-season. Yeah, where's he did last year? Yeah, where he's a bit stop-start, and um, it's amazing, particularly at the age that he is as well. You know, in moving into the thirties, 
a la base of... Yeah, thanks. What's wrong with that? Uh, Yeah, you know, just that base of fitness can really help. Um, Not just physically, but also mentally as well. Keeps them, you know, makes them feel fresher in the mind as well as the the body. So I think, you know, a good pre-season under his belt, I think, you know, as long as he avoids those little niggles that he was picking up last season, um, you know, we can see the real, the real Liam, Liam Feeney, where was, you know, last season was very sort of in and out, um, inconsistent. He does possess that, that quality, as you say, to open up defenses, you know, if he's playing out wide to swing those balls in, um, with quality. So hopefully that will be, a, you know, a huge benefit to us, um, going forward this season. That's obviously why Mickey wanted to keep him. I think some of our fan base have always, they've always focused on when we sign players is the age and they've looked at same when we signed Clark same when we signed Feeney yeah and um, I, do, I do agree to a, to an extent because I, I do but when you look at these players like your Clarks your Feenies you know oh, no, they're in their mid to late 30s no they're like these are professionals do you know what I mean they've looked after themselves and it is it's, it's on a case by case basis because you can get you know we've seen we've had the likes of Higdon you know, these yard dogs who you go, they are a joke when they've come to us. But then these players, you know, Clark, he's what, 39, Feeney's 35. I don't know if you saw, um, it was on the new YouTube show, uh, the preview show that they're doing, Robert Nee and I think Cleo do it, um, and Jordan Edwards presents it. And they had Tom Davis on, they were doing teammates, and he said he was the fastest at the club. And he said Feeney's, Feeney or Cogley. And that just shows you he's 35, but you've seen the pace. And the thing about his, Feeney's pace is, it's pace with the ball at his feet, mm, which yeah. is a whole different thing to yeah. hit the ball and run Theo Walcott-style pace. So, yeah, yeah I, I think... Well, what, what did we talk about with um, with Nas? Like, he's yeah. fast when he had a ball to chase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, one of them things, yeah, the dog at the greyhound track. I mean, we said that, and he said, that's literally what it is. <laughs> you, that little, you know, stuffed rabbit on the thing yeah, that goes round. That's guy. what the football was to Nors. Yeah. There's rumours, in there, that those rumours will never die. Well, the Ipswich have signed, I think, four new strikers. Yeah. Maybe five now, isn't it? And Macaulay Bond scored two yesterday yeah. for them. They held by Morecambe. Cole Stockton with two, by the way. Two good goals, too. Um, good luck to them. It's... Yeah. If we if we get McNulty, which hopefully we do, and that gets done, and it should be done. I think... I don't think that our business is done. I think there's before the window shuts. Well, well, I think let we me need just a say winger. that oh, yeah, we we need not 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 just obviously Mickey keeps going on. We need to add quality, and it needs to be the right quality, the right type of person, the right type of player. But in terms of numbers, we need at least three or four. Yeah, the bench. Players. The bench yesterday was not great, was it? In terms of you want game changes on the bench, don't you normally? Know, yeah. Yeah. It's attacking and options the, the, you want the, on the bench, isn't it? The thing that we, I mean, I know we've mentioned Feeney's pace, but I do think we, we we do sort of lack that, that Blackett Taylor type direct running at someone, you know, blistering, blistering yeah. pace, just to worry if, you know, a, a fallback or a, a centre half. We don't, we don't seem to have anyone quite like that. I think that's going to be squad, so. that's going to be a loan. I think that type of player yeah. in it, by all accounts. There's that right from Villa. 
Yeah, and I think the rumored. yeah, and I think that you know the way that football is these days, you know, pace does play an important part in in oh, the yeah. modern game. And you know, as much as we like to, you know, the technical players and the, you know, we do have good technical side. I think you know they can all handle the ball. Um, and we can play out from the back if we need to. We can go direct if we need to. We can mix it up a little bit. But we don't have that lightning pace that can just turn defence into attack in split seconds. Um, has Blackett Taylor gone anywhere? Do we know? I think I it's a it. similar situation to like the Duffy thing with us. Apparently he's, he's at Wigan. He's played for them in pre-season. See? But nothing's been announced. Yeah. So, but then there's there's a lot of plays in that situation. I think the Otis Khan situation's weird, you know, like, at what point as a player like that do you go, well, the season's started now. Yeah. I mean, the season's kicked off. Yeah. Right. I know that Khan's been keeping himself fit and, you know, in the gym, but you've missed out on your whole preseason. Yeah. Like, a lot of these players need to realise, and I liked Otis Khan, I would have liked for him to sign in, he still might, but, like, and I don't know what they've been offered, do you know what I mean? But... <laughs> You're running the risk here of, and I, I fully agree, by the way, with how Mickey's done his recruitment this year, and especially the McNulty case is another one where he's gone, that's the guy I want. If we have to wait to get it done, and it's a, you know, it's a one-off case, this, because of the whole yeah. Redding situation. You look at what's happened at Derby as well, and Redding, an even more weird situation because of the embargo. Yeah, I would rather wait and get the right man. As long as you end up getting them, then... Yeah, it's worth waiting rather than go out going out and panic. Mm. You know, remember two years ago or three years ago, missing out on your know, Danny Rowe, missing out on a couple of others, and then the day before the start of the season, we got Cole Stockton on a free. Mm. And you know, it all worked out well that season because we ended up getting promoted. But you want that quality, don't you? And as we know, up front is the hardest. That is your goal scorers are worth the weight in gold. And I was thinking yesterday, I was just like how mad is it that we had Norris and Cookie in the National League? Mm. It's bonkers. That's probably the best strike partnership we've had, or best, you know, obviously Vaughan was amazing last year, but like, we had them in non-league football. Mm. What, it's crazy. Yeah, and it could have been a free- good partnership, definitely in this league. Yeah, probably and they were both league transfers. Well. Yeah, but I, I do think that we'll see, once the McNaughty thing, gets, and he's in, I think you'll see more from Glatzel. I think he's yeah. a clever player. He obviously, yeah, he's obviously got real, real talent. Manny is, you know, a handful. You know what you're getting with him. And, you know, with like, say, Watson, Feeney, you know, the fullbacks coming up. The, the key player for me is McManaman. I think he's, you know, he's well, an outstanding signing. Yeah, you Top quality. Re- when he burst onto the scene with Wigan and, you know, obviously played in the cup final, was the instrumental. performance that was yeah. Um, beat City in the in the cup final what eight years ago, nine years ago, whenever it was. Two thousand thirteen. Um, yeah. Oh. I think he's such a good player, and obviously he's, you know, he's not playing at the standard that he was back then. Because if he was, he'd obviously still be in the prem. But um, just that intelligence and that, you know, he does still possess that 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 bit of quality. And I think obviously he showed it yesterday with a goal. Another bit to play, but I think he's going to be a you know a massive, a massive player for us in terms of creating chances as much as um, you know putting the ball in the back of the net himself. So he 
you know, out of everyone that we've brought in, I think he's, you know, the, the standout name. Um, and I think he could be instrumental in helping us get to where we want to be. I'm looking at him, Paul, to be, do you know what Wes Houlihan was like for Cambridge last year? Talisman. Yeah, might not play every game, might yeah. not play 90 every week, but when he's fit and when he plays, yeah. things will tick. He actually got booked yesterday for diving in the first half. <laughs> and I think it was a dive because he didn't complain, but it was weird. He was like, he got on a little mazy run and he's on the edge of the box and it, he can either shoot or, and he's gone past his man and he's in on the edge of the box and he goes flying over and he got booked and it was like, why have you done that? Like if you have dive, which I think you have because there was no complaints. Why have you done that? Because <laughs> you were in on goal, but you know, he's a tricky winger and he's, he's got, quick feet and again he was never a, a pace pace guy he's yeah. a clever footballer and yeah. that's it like we've, we've got quality there we have got yeah. quality and that's mm-hmm. why I just think that if you put a, a McNulty you know a, a clever striker you, you can make those little Makes runs, runs yeah, yeah th- that's the thing with Vaughan Vaughan didn't have no pace did he but he you know he could get ahead of a defender just with clever movement and that's what you need Aldridge never had no pace did he no, but he would always be. He'd always me get ahead of his defender. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The the best forwards have got the best movement and know where to be, and that that's that's obviously you know it's an art in itself. It's, it sounds simple the way I'm talking about it, but obviously you know it's not as easy as as all that. But yeah, it's just you know the little sort of movements off, off the ball to get into that space, get ahead of your defender, um, you know, get yourself in those. You know, the, the edge of the six-yard box to get those little tappings and that. Paul, um, you're talking. You don't like you're talking to me. Yeah, go on. Seventy Se- goals. We might as well bring it up again. Seventy goals in a season. The eighty-fifth time in this uh, this yeah. podcast's history. Well, so you know, you don't need to talk to me, <laughs> the Wallace League legend. Yeah. Um, you don't need to talk to me about goal scoring. <laughs> do, do you want me to get up the my entire goal scoring record at junior football? No, no, no. Saved yeah. newsletters and okay, season review pieces of paper from West Kevin Watts <laughs> that my mum had kept. I was able to actually go through and go, here's every goal I scored. Like I'm Pele or something with me thousand goals. <laughs> it, it is just, when you look at the, like quality strikers like that and you go, does that thing people say, don't they? And like, I remember again, people used to, when I was like, scoring them goals, they'd be like, how come the ball, they'd be like, it's your lucky fluke, the ball just falls to your feet in the box. Yeah. And it's like, well, it, it doesn't just do that. Like watch, Aldo is the greatest example of this for me. Yeah. In that you go, again, you look at Aldo, don't you? And you go, he's not tall. He's not fast. He's not physically built. He's got a ridiculous moustache. <laughs> Why is he one of the greatest goal scorers of all time? Because he just had this. I'm putting to me, by the way, because it's a podcast. He yeah. just had the football brain, and that's all you need. And his movement, near post, far post, he knew when to drop off and knew when to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's obviously an understanding with the rest of his team. They all know where to put the ball, and yeah, he knows I'll, how yeah. to create that little bit of space to get into that area to get onto that ball the first and obviously you know his finishing was second to none well he played in then, you know I mean like you look at the teams he played in he was always very lucky to play in these oh, incredible yeah. that, even that Oxford team he was in with like Ray Houghton yeah Ray Houghton just you know once in a generation side then obviously he was in that just incredible Liverpool side with Barnes Beardsley McMahon you know just just ridiculous quality everywhere yeah 
and then obviously our team, Morrissey, Nevin, you yeah. know, O'Brien. Malkin doing the donkey work. Yeah. But then the, the thing about Aldo, and this is not the John Aldridge podcast, but <laughs> the goals he scored in Spain for Sociedad, and he was in La Liga then when La Liga wasn't the free-flowing, you know, crazy Tiki-taka. league that it is now. No, it was a real European leagues then were defensively led tough divisions. And he scored like 20 goals 20 odds, yeah. for Sociedad. He scored the winners. Two, he scored, I think he scored winners in the season. He scored a brace at the Bernabeu and a brace at New Camp. You know, and then we signed him. I was thinking this last night, but when I couldn't sleep genuinely, I was thinking... <laughs> What would be the equivalent now? You know, it, he left so the league champions. Messi. He left the league champions <laughs> Liverpool. It, it sounds bonkers to say, but, you know, he left the league champions Liverpool to go to Sociedad like 18 months before we signed him. And then he was, I don't know if he was the leading scorer, but he was one of the leading scorers in La Liga. Yeah. And we signed him mm. when he was 31, wasn't he? 31? Yeah. Uh, Alzari Kane, 28. It's yeah, bonkers. Yeah. It's bonkers. I know we we paid a quarter of a million pound for him, which in today's money is probably what about like four or five mil, in the way transfers have gone. But like it just boggles my mind. Like to, mm. that we had players like you know, Pat Nevin and stuff like that. Crazy. Yeah. Hey, now we have got Mark McNulty on the way. We have got Liam Feeney. Good times, Paul. Cal Mack. Oh, footballer. Having Mickey back and looking down on the bench, you had Mickey there. You got Hodgie. Parky, Dorsey. It's a real good set of lads in it. And I should yeah. point out as well that the training kit, that Mills training kit, the hoodies they had on look nice. I want one of those training t shirts that like Dawes, Parky. Yeah, the one with all the those splatters on it. Yeah, the wild splatters. Like, you know, I'm hoping. I, I do like that, actually. Yeah, I think I, the home shirt is nice. I don't think I'm going to get it. But I, I want. I'm looking forward to the away shirt. I hope it's just an all black. I hope it's a nice away shirt. But then I'm all over that that training top, and I'm hoping you know that the pre-order's coming soon, and we might have it this time next year. <laughs> I should yeah. actually before, before they change it. Yeah, before we let you go, Paul, because I know you've got to shoot shortly after eleven, and we're nearly well at that time. I saw on social media there was quite a few people complaining about various things yesterday. One of the big yeah. ones was obviously the ticket situation that there was no couldn't pay cash. Yeah, had to get a ticket, and then there was the I was one of them who I got my season ticket, like paid for it and ordered it on the open day, and right. anyone who ordered it after basically on the open day or after their season tickets, I went down on Wednesday to get my mum's ticket. And I went, because they originally said that Wednesday, Wednesday the 4th of August, I think it was, um, you'll be able to collect your season tickets if you order them the open day. I went down and the fellow was very polite and he's like, look, I'm sorry, they they haven't arrived. They're hopefully going to be here for like late Friday. And so I was like, mm, that means, you know, <laughs> Saturday collection before the game. But they were like, t- they printed me a, you know, a temporary ticket for Saturday's game. Yeah. But, like, I don't think they communicated that well enough on socials and stuff. And I, my feeling was every one of these people whose season tickets weren't there yet, why didn't they just email us all a ticket? Yeah. That, you know, I could have showed on my phone instead of having to get a print out. Yeah. And you just think that, that I mean, that's... Be that. Surely there's an algorithm on the computers to do that. Go, these are the season tickets that were ordered on or past yeah. this day. Or ones that haven't been collected. Yeah. 
and then you know put them in a spreadsheet or something, and then do a mass email going. Hey, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've I've set Witten up with a, the online ticket system. It's fairly sort of straightforward. It isn't so. I'd imagine that yeah, it's got to be someone there. Yeah, and there's some real. I good imagine that they should in the shop, be so clicking. You know that it's been collected. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because it's you know. We want to focus on the football, but yeah. this is the this is the, the third or the fourth ticket system we've had in the same amount of years. Yeah. Um. Each time they keep saying, you know, we want to move to you know a better, more efficient system, and yeah, yet to yet to see fruition. But if that's the only thing we're moaning about is the yeah. <laughs> the, the the online ticket system, then you know we're not we're not doing too bad, are we? Really, but. Um, yeah, I can imagine it is frustrating, especially if you, you know, you've got kids and stuff running around, and you, you know, you're panicking that you're going to get in the ground and stuff. And I believe there were sort of lengthy queues at the bars. Yeah, and but the, there was always going to be. Do you know what I mean? And like sinistars and stuff. It's the first day of the season. It happens literally every year. It's been eighteen uh, months, Paul, as well, since we've yeah, exactly. I, mean, yeah. I think you've yeah, got we didn't have these problems this time last year. No, uh, you've got to cut the game. You've got to cut. The, the club some slack I do think yeah. and as well one thing is that's it it does take a game or two to for these right to iron out the, the, the issues that they're having and I don't know what I don't know what the exact issues are whether it's you know suppliers or whether it's this the, the, the system that doesn't that maybe they haven't got working as, it, as effectively as it can be maybe but I don't know but it does always take you know a game or two, and you, to be fair, when was the last time we had eight thousand people in the ground? It's going to be like two years ago. Probably uh, the Rochdale game, the first game of the season, twenty nineteen. Uh, talking about Man United or someone. Oh, like I that. forgot. Yeah, I forgot about that, mate. We got beat six 0 Yeah. <laughs> so you know, it has been a, it has been a while since you've obviously and dealt Treacle's with here. a big crowd. So not a bit of slack. Obviously, there's going to be. There's going to be teething problems, but hopefully, you know, they can iron everything out, and uh, it will be less chaotic for the next time um, we get to go to game. I am hoping yeah. to get to some games. I just explained uh, the reason why I, 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 the main reason I didn't go yesterday is because my dad is still. I mean, my dad was fairly ill um, around his birthday, sort of February time. Uh-huh. Um, he is. He's. Recovered and he is he is well, but he's very sort of um, not out the woods yet. No, no, no. It's nothing to do with his health, but he's very sort of um, wary of of stepping into big crowds. And yeah, you would be. Obviously, we knew that it was going to be a fairly decent crowd yesterday, and maybe if it had been sort of five thousand type crowd, and you can, you know, you can. Kind of pick and choose where you want to sit, albeit I think know, Paul sometimes you allocate the, the seat. Did set up, they did set up areas yeah. where if you wanted to, you could. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, um, I don't want to put words in his mouth, which I kind of have, haven't I, really? But um, yeah, we will we will get to to some games um, together. I don't really want to, <laughs> don't really want to go on my own, and albeit I can probably. Um, you know, talk along with you guys and stuff, but ah, I don't know um, about that part. Uh, no, no. uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Of, uh, brushed off. Yeah, um, not, you know, we're not we're yeah, not fun. Those like me and this. Um, 
Yeah, I, I'm a little bit the same if I'm if I'm completely honest, and I, I don't I don't think I would be so so sort of wary about it. But obviously, Lexi works in a school. I work in a school. It's we're very sort of cautious now about where we're going and who we're mixing with, and it, it, it is very weird. Um, I never well, thought you're only mixing with your fellow billionaires, aren't you? Now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got you've had four vaccines each, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it does feel a bit a bit strange. But um, yeah, I'm hoping to get to as many games as I can anyway. But um, yeah, I haven't got a season ticket, so it won't be every every week. Might have to be Yeah, but. Um, well, one last thing before we go, I should point out. I got to the cop yesterday, and it had been a, there'd been a bit of rain, hadn't it, yesterday morning? A bit. Yeah, well, it was showers, uh, but they were heavy showers, and yeah, so yeah. getting to the cop and the, the concourse by like the bar and stuff, it was like the film Two Headed Shark Attack in there. <laughs> Where's all, I've never seen it flooded before down there in the concourse ever in oh, twenty five years. Not like this, Paul. I don't know what's happened. Have they like changed I mean, the pit, we were, like the drainage? Well, yeah, of the pit we used to have to walk through it to to get to the office. <laughs> oh yeah, the good days. Yeah. yeah, the good days. Yeah, the good old days. Yeah, I was, I was thinking actually, if anyone's from the clubs listening, I was going to text Robert Nee about this actually. But like, is the Tran Meerkat still around? Because I, I noticed that the uh, cat bed in like the the little the, the door in the cop that takes you inside the offices. I don't think it was there yesterday, and I was like, oh, I hope the Tran Meerkat's still around because that was a great little cat. I loved that cat. I was the only one who let me stroke. Was it he or she? It was a she. Tilly. A Tilly, yeah. the cat. Beautiful yeah. little white tortoise. Matilda, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it, Matilda, Tilly. Um, but yeah, you know, it was great to be back. Everyone was so happy to be back. Just be, yeah. just quickly, what was, what, I mean, I've seen obviously some videos and stuff and it did sort of come the across atmosphere. quite well. The atmosphere, I imagine everyone was just buzzing to be, to be yeah. there. It was, do you know what, like the, it obviously started well, and it was good. Same with the away end in the way down. I bet most grounds were like this. In that, it wasn't you thought you would have thought, wouldn't you? It'd be constant, just like party atmosphere. It was almost like the fans were a little bit, you know, rough around the edges and a little bit, you know, it's been a while since we've done this. Yeah. Um, and it probably yeah it was for a lot of people. It's probably the first time they've been in a a crowd of you know a proper crowd of people. Big proper event, so yeah. It, at, at times the atmosphere was absolutely great, but there was times when it was quiet, and I think that it's just gonna it's gonna be like that for a while. Yeah. Port Vale, the first away, I think is gonna be a lively one. By all accounts, I think we've sold well well over a thousand tickets. Probably looking more like fifteen hundred, maybe even two thousand. Mm. Um, you know, and people are gonna have a drink, aren't they? I can't. I'm in work, but I'm on the I'm on the supporters club coaches so I'll probably be the only I've got a feeling it's going to be like the Jolly Boys out when only for us and horses <laughs> but on the way home they'll be like can you drive a coach home because you're the only one who hasn't not pissed up pissed up Harper oh, yeah. let's hope it doesn't catch fire well who's what's the stereo <laughs> who's bought that off you or uh, Jake Jake's holding me yeah yeah well soon Jake Keogh by the way we should probably say he's not yeah he's, um, is he isolating Let's just say he's he's un, he's unwell. He's unwell. He's well. He's been um, isolating for the last eighteen months, honey. If that's what you call being in solitary confinement. <laughs> um, yeah, get well soon, mate. Get well soon. Um, he's not. Nice little segue from your your supporters club coach to our official sponsors. Oh, um, who 
I've um, missed the beat, I'll be pumping off also. No, exactly, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, he would agree to, to sponsor us again for the season, cover our running costs and stuff. Uh, running costs are going up, lads, I'm afraid. So, um, yeah, trips to speak to Inflation. Yeah, they're covering our SoundCloud and, and bits and bobs, uh, bits of equipment. We're going to try and maybe do a, um, get a, like a, a Zoom account, maybe. Yeah, the audio um, quality we'll, is better. And... We'll, yeah, we will discuss um, discuss all that with the with the guys and gals at the uh, sports club. What's the most yeah, expensive Zoom much. account? Paul, what's the most expensive <laughs> Zoom you can get? Because we'll have yeah. that. We'll have two of them. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you to them uh, for their support once again. Uh, really happy to work with them again. Um, yeah, get following them on the socials. Again, sort of doing all great work behind the scenes, helping the trust with the um, the crowdfunding for the, uh, for the fan part, which just looks amazing really yeah and do you know what finally it's great that like the supporters club and the trust are now working together we've always said haven't we why were these not not that they were competing but it was almost a bit like come on we're all pulling in the same direction here and you know they're finally you know not amalgamated into one already but they may as well be it's you know it's all centralised now and that new fan park's just going to be it's phenomenal I, I contributed a very small amount pathetic in a way but it's what you no, can not at all, not at all. what you can contribute, Paul. Is yeah, it? exactly. You know, yeah. we got there in the end. There's one last little thing before we go that, like, um, it's a trivial thing, but like, it just got me go a little bit. Um, I was just checking our reviews on Apple Podcasts. Go and do one, by the way, for listening. Apple Podcasts. Go on the app. Like, go on our page. Scroll down. Five star rating. Write a little review. Someone, you know, you're free to do this. Someone left a three star one and said there was too much swearing, and this was last year. Now. Here's the thing. Today's show, there's been, what, a couple of silly swear words, and it was when I was describing Josh Labadee mainly. This was at the point last year where we were in that horrendous run of just, you know, losing at Walsall, drawing at Scunthorpe. It was diabolical football to watch. We were coming on here straight after. We were locked down. Yeah. I've been out of work for a year. Yeah, I think... I was lousy. Heat, I was... Heat at the know, moment. I was depressed. Seriously, yeah. it was just like suffering from horrendous depression, yeah. and maybe I did swear too much at times. Yeah. But just it was an outlet, I think, wasn't it? It was like the one yeah, outlet. I think we are. I think, I think what we what we want from this, and what we've always wanted from this podcast, is to come across as like real two or three or three sometimes lads like chatting about football in a pub. Um, very Would sort you of. Provide- you provide the ambience of a pub, yeah. don't you? The noise from your household. Yeah, exactly. They've gone out now, so um, oh. we've kind of got through this without any. Um, well, that's not getting carried away. Well, yeah, we we we've gaff, and the washing machine is locked quite. Just um, apologies for that. So, I'll edit it in in post. But yeah, no, we were doing the we were doing the pods last season, and it was it was heat at the moment, and when you've suffered a humiliating defeat like I don't know let's pick the 5-0 at Exeter and we're just recording like five minutes after the final whistle you're going to get a bit heated and upset and angry because the performance was diabolical Yeah, um, and yeah we, a few obscenities did could we like that thing it wasn't like we could do anything either yeah exactly so we can apologise for upsetting obviously we know a few yeah, a few 
people listen with the kids and stuff. And we didn't mean to be just effing and jeffing just for the sake of it, but um, it was how I'm I felt. Sure the I was just fed up with everything. Yeah, I was, I was fed up with trauma. I was just fed up with everything. I was just like, and like I probably took it out on the pod. Yeah. So like you know, yeah, yeah, because it was it was it was an outlet for us for us yeah. both really. Um, yeah, a lot of people said it was an outlet for them for listening. And you're getting yeah. the and stuff. But um, we haven't read them out, by the way, Paul. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll thank everyone for sending the messages, but I think a lot of it was just you know really pleased to be back in the ground, really pleased with a solid performance and overwhelming three important points. Yeah, but um, yeah, thank you for for getting in touch. We will get back into a kind of routine, and again, apologies, we didn't do anything over the summer. Uh, I've been moving house. Um, obviously, Matt's been, you know, thankfully back it back in work, and really pleased that uh, you're able to to get back doing what you what you want to be doing. Um, and obviously, Jake, Jake's Jake's Jake. So yeah, um, not changed. So it? yeah. So apologies, we went quiet through the through the summer, but I think a few people said like, "Yeah, you can't done enough through the season. Um, have we a needed, little break." We needed the break. I did a few. Um, um, you know, I did a bit. Like, I got an international. Did a few ones, yeah. Yeah, I got an international call up to the Sunderland pod, and I think um, you did. The, did you do just, a couple? I did. A, I did. A, yeah, I did do. A, I did do one or two, but um, copied me. <laughs> yeah, mm. but um, yeah. The, the always was great until you know the penalty shoot at the end. <laughs> oh, but you know what? What, um, what a what a you do, you, do, you do get so invested, and the the beauty of the, the Southgate era is that you know the the team does come across as it represents everybody in this country. And I'm, I don't mean to get on a on a bit of a run before we go because we should have signed off like quarter of an hour ago, but yeah. The racist abuse that was directed at the three, the three lads who've represented the country superbly, and you know it could have been anyone missing those penalties because it's you know under that pressure in that kind of situation, it could anyone could have missed. And it was just unfortunate that we we just missed out on that final, you know, on that final shootout. But yeah, just that, don't be so stupid to do that. Do that. Um, get on their backs I think they they brought some some pride back into the country and obviously it's been a really tough time for everyone and obviously Brexit and all the rest of it uh, on top of you know lockdowns and stuff but did bring a real feel good factor back to 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 the country and, and to English football as well and I think uh, you know Gareth Southgate's the man to lead us to uh, to Qatar now, and hopefully we can uh, we can go one step better. But it was a, a really good tournament; really enjoyed it. Like two things on that, right? What a set of lads that squad is! But what a set of just like good lads. I watched a lot of the um, the England team. They did like videos every day. The England yeah, like, yeah. YouTube channel was great. Yeah, it was right, you know, yeah. like it was proper interviews with the players. Yeah, yeah. And it was totally different to the old days where. The guards were down, and they were just like they <laughs> open up and just you know, do these interviews as people, yeah. and they weren't these cliches answers. Yeah. You had Jack Grealish like going giving the secret of how he gets his hair. <laughs> you had Declan Rice and Mason Mount talking about the favourite wrestlers and doing bloody spears on sharks in the swimming yeah. pool, and then what a set of brass bollocks on any of them people who stood up and took a penalty: Harry yeah. Kane, Maguire, Saka, Sancho. Rashford, 
Marcus Rashford. Particularly Saka as well. What, 19-year-old kids just fucking... Very much kind of thrown into the limelight, really. I mean, I know he's played for Arsenal and that a bit. Um, not really been sort of like a... I wouldn't say he was a key player for Arsenal, but kind of thrown into the into the limelight. Had a really, really good tournament. Played, you know, exceptionally well. What a player. In the, in the three or four games he played. And yeah, you know, he had, as you say, he had the balls to, to step up to the plate. That fifth penalty as well, the decisive one. And yeah, just, you know, really unlucky that, you know, it, it was it was saved by the goalkeeper. But You look at Marcus Rashford, Paul, you look at what he's done in the last 18 months, last year. Yeah. For, you know, this country and for the kids in this country and just the awareness he's done. And literally, I would go as far as to say, like, the lives he's saved, you know, and lives he's changed. And he shouldn't have had to do any of this. It shouldn't be on the shoulders of a, you know, what is he, 21, 22-year-old footballer. Yeah, 23, I think it's. But all these players have, you know, like, have come through, you know, you look at, like, Sterling living, you know, two minutes from Wembley, Scott, you know, being the player of the tournament. Just everything about everything about that England team is everything that is great about this country. Do you know what I mean? And we need more people like the England squad, we need more Sterlings, we need more Sackers, we need more Sanchos, we need more Rashfords. And um, it was just a great tournament. And those, that, that um, the Germany game, the Denmark game, you know, those those nights, you know, the, 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 the Ukraine game on that Saturday night, you know, where we battered them. Yeah. Even the final, you know, that goal dead early, just... You know, that's what I, I was trying to explain to Tash during the tournament because she doesn't get football and she doesn't get tournaments. And mm-hmm. and I was going like, you don't understand. Like this is once in a lifetime. I was like, we're in a. I said, you know, I'm 36 here. We've yeah. never been in a, a a final, a major tournament final in my lifetime. We've been in one in the history of football in 1966. And yeah, it really did help. I think everyone sort of because we were easing back to normal at that point as well, where in terms yeah. of restrictions being eased, and it yeah, just seeing crowds back in the in the stadium. Oh, I mean that 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 Germany game when there was like sixty thousand in. It's giving me goosebumps yeah. just thinking about it. I, I watched those goals back so many times. That oh, it was great, wasn't it? And then the, the, the Ukraine game, the, the Denmark game. Oh, I sat there and watched it with my mum and Tash watched like the first. She went to bed. For extra time, she went, oh, God, she doesn't get it. <laughs> yeah. And no, oh, just, they, you'll remember these. And the, the best thing is, seeing all these kids, do you know what I'll say that about Tramia? The amount of kids there yesterday with like, the mums and dads and granddads and families, like, it's a complete contrast to yeah. five, six years ago. Like, it's yeah, a yeah. fun place to be. Do you know what, I'll say this as well, right? Um, one of my best friends, my entire life, Paul Evans, Evo, um, he lives in Poland now I've known that we went to Lady Bird play group together Woodchurch Road Primary Woodchurch High School back in the sixth form he um, he's lived in Poland for like 10 years he got um, cancer last year in the middle of lockdown quite a bad form of cancer and um, he beat it and he was back he's back for a month like he got back on Friday and he came to the game yesterday and he hadn't been to Tramway game since I think the first year 2015-16 the first year we were in the National League Oh no! In fact, no. It was before that because last time he was here, the, the tent wasn't even there, and he just said he went. He cannot believe the difference around the club. 
mm. off and on the pitch. Yeah. He said, it's inc- the difference is night and day. He said it was a dying club, you know, and it was decrepit. And there was, we were going the way, you know, of going out of business. And he, he just, he couldn't, he was just literally walking around just in awe of everything. He's like, content. Yeah. The fans, he's like, everyone's happy. He said things work. And I went, yeah, except for the two-headed shark attack flood at the bottom <laughs> of the cup. But like, and, you know, it was just great. And, you know, he's, you know, it's great he's back. You know, he's got the all clear. Oh, um, that's good to Oh, just fantastic. And, um, yeah, but he just couldn't believe he could not believe the difference in the club in six years. And it's always good to get that perspective because we've all lived it, you know, and been there. Mm. So it's we've seen it happening. And sometimes you don't see it like that, whereas he's seen it was absolute disgrace, shithole, and what it looks like now. And, um, yeah, it was just to sort of all put it in perspective a bit of like, you know, it, it's not, you know, yeah, I might have had to queue for 20 minutes to get in. Yeah, the car machines might have gone down in all those. Yeah, they might have run out of hot food. It might be flooding in the car, but you know, look, there's the football club's in a much better place than it was six, seven years ago. Yeah. On when, that note, when you were working there, everything, <laughs> yeah. everything changed when you left, didn't it? Paul? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty trajectory. Much. <laughs> <laughs> it was still in the same division, by the way, as when I left. But I'm yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. Dad's put like a roller coaster in it, <laughs> like Nemesis. On that note, um. Thank you very much for all the messages and stuff and support and um, all the rest of it. Thank you very much for listening. I don't know if we're going to do a thing on Tuesday about the Carling Cup or whatever it's called now. I, Paul, but, um, I can't. It's bloody A-level results night, so I'm in work. I was supposed to be going to the bloody cricket with Nick Roberts, the 100. Got, right, a, t- yeah. got a ticket and everything. Then mm. they were like, oh, you know A-level results is on a... It's always on a Thursday. I've been yeah, for 10 years. Tuesday, yeah. They'd have swapped, swapped it with GCSE results, scumbags. So yeah, I'm unavailable um, anyway, but we could do it the following yeah. day if you wanted. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know if yeah. I'm even going to be able to watch it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, at 10, so probably not. Yeah. Don't I'm care. Thinking about oh, going, but, um, you, I, you could probably get close to you, innit? It's not too far. But um, yeah, we'll definitely be back after next Saturday's game at some point over the weekend. Yeah, we're going to say, well, it's, it's old. And, and let, let us know. I mean, we'll, we know there's an official podcast now. Mm. Uh, obviously doing very different things to what we're doing. And obviously there's um, Matt and Matt. So if you if you want us to continue in this kind of format, looking back at the games and chatting our usual nonsense about it. It'll uh, probably be the day after now. Or we'll try and yeah. get some done, won't we? Because just logistics but, um, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Let us know. Do you want us? Do you want us to carry on doing this? Do you want us to carry on as we were, kind of once a month, um, sort of bit of a, an overview and a, just a more g- generic sort of chat? But um, let us know your thoughts uh, at this is Tramir on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, drop us a message and uh, and let us know. But we're yeah, we're open to suggestions really. Um, yeah, whatever the least amount of work is, I'm all for. <laughs> exactly. I will say this, Paul. I'll, I'll say it right. If you've got a couple of quid spare, go and subscribe to Trip to the Moon on Patreon. If you've got, I think it's like a pound isn't it, or something a week, whatever, go and subscribe to the official one because you know we're all just trying to. I think we all bring something different, don't we? Do you know what I mean? Obviously, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The official club get all the current players on. They've got all the access. Yeah. Obviously, Robert Nee doing a great job. You know, Cleo, just you know, he knows what he's doing. You know, trip to the moon, lads. Their focus much more on um, you know getting past players on. Yeah, more the journalistic, much more serious side. 
Um, you know, whereas we're just, you know, a complete bunch of chances, just, you know. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think why people listen to us. I don't think any <laughs> other Tramia podcast have got someone who's been in prison coming on the podcast, smuggling <laughs> the phones so in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, get in touch on the socials if you're enjoying the show. Of course, at this is Tramia on all the socials. Yeah. I'm at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Hibbert17 on Insta, and you're Paul Harper. 82. 82 on everything. Yeah, on everything. Yeah. You, put, you see, you made the issue there. Nick, my friend Nick Roberts, good personal, long time friend Nick Roberts. Um, his email address has also got his year of birth in. And I was like, you don't want to do that. You're giving away your age straight away. Yeah. You're going to regret uh, that, aren't you? Know, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's I've a good way I've been reminded of that many times. All uh, old school Harper. <laughs> right. Cheerio, everyone. We've been yeah, going to enjoy too long. Paul. I'm I am. I've got very got much sleep. So yeah. I've had two hours. Again. I've had an hour and a half sleep. Yeah, go uh, get some kip. No, I've got to go to Little now. Oh, Tasha's gone to... So th- this is what happens. Yeah, Tasha's gone to Tavern with all the workmates in Liverpool <laughs> to have a bloody full English. And he just texts me the shopping list. Is <laughs> our weekly shopping list I've been sent by the way folks if someone wants to go and do this shop for me here we are chicken, peppers, mushrooms, brackets, chestnut lettuce, spinach, eggs, brackets, organic grated mozzarella, pizza sauce spicy chorizo, cucumber quinoa, bananas, frozen strawberries question mark so there's a cliffhanger for you there frozen strawberries we do not need frozen strawberries, I'll tell you why. Because she bought like a one kilogram pack of fresh strawberries last week from Little, And two days later, not having ate a single one, they started to turn. So I had to chop them all, wash them all and freeze them all. <laughs> so you got then, a kilo in the, fr- in the freezer. Jesus Christ. So Jake, if you need any in prison, let me know. <laughs> they can't be smuggled. Yeah. Right. We'll see you definitely next week, maybe or, in midweek, but probably yeah. not. Enjoy your Sunday. At this is Tramia. Get in touch. It's good to be back in it. The boys are back in town. Suwayomi. Up there, Samia. <laughs>